Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hollywood Matt Connolly with the double biceps. It is in the contract and legal requirement every single time we appear on camera. This is the Daily Combat Podcast. Welcome to you, the co-host, co-founder, co-breather of air, co-wearer of clothes. In this very room, it is, in fact, the master of disaster, the king of sting, Thunderlips, the ultimate male, the moustache-twirling... Dave Stockbridge, uh, winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year award. Oh. There it is. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. It is. It's ready to go. And it is, in fact, Dave Dave Stockbridge. Stockbridge, welcome to your own show, sir. Oh, well, thank you very much for that very, very warm welcome uh, today, Hollywood Matt Connolly. As always, an enormous amount of effort put into the introductions. and <laughs> I appreciate it. I know most people are probably tuned out already, but I, <laughs> on the other hand, I'll re-watch that intro time oh. and time again. It's good for the he views. He mixed it up. He mixed it up. If you see 37 views on the video it's me just watching that yeah. uh, of course so we, we are joined by rich warner rich warner is now a regular on the podcast always bringing you news in the in the world of mma both mm. here and abroad and um and now our go-to guy when it comes to all things um uh, uh pfl I think well, that's what we're talking about. You're now the expert, especially well, around the rule set and the points. Not, so, not, only, <laughs> not only a jiu-jitsu expert, but a PFL oh, expert now. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> You're just pushing me out in areas where I'm totally crap. But yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Awesome to be back again. But, you know, most of probably I should change that. And instead of me being the PFL expert, we do have somebody who's pretty much going to be the PFL expert from here. Well, yeah. we certainly In, do. Insider knowledge, maybe. Yeah. 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 And that man today, ladies and gentlemen, is triple a Shane Mitchell. Yeah, welcome to the podcast, welcome Shane. to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, Shane, it's an absolute <laughs> pleasure and, and uh, amazing news just over the last few weeks and it must be really exciting for you. It's, it's been a long time coming and, and as a fan of yours, as we all are, yeah. uh, we've all been yearning for this moment to see you yeah. step on that international stage. Um, how do you feel now that you've got that news? Uh, yeah, stoked. Like I said, like, was that, like you said, it's been a long time. I've been mm. chasing this for a long time, so finally actually get the shot yeah it's amazing very long time it, it's, it's actually it's just changed my life in the oh no i've probably found out a couple of months ago life has changed massively since and we haven't even had the first fight yet <laughs> life's changed heaps yeah and there was a bit of a a, a a gap between you receiving the news and it becoming public and you being able yeah. to share it with the world. how was that because you've got <laughs> the biggest news of your it, career and you can't tell anyone yeah, yeah. It, it didn't actually seem Real, true, until it was announced. Mm. Um, yeah, so I knew. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, cool. Like, that's awesome. But once it started getting announced, yeah. and I was like, all right, this is really happening now. And you started yeah. to think, maybe they won't announce it. Maybe this, maybe <laughs> it this is a dream. <laughs> it's a trick. It's an elaborate trick. It's a rich just trying to make trick. it train harder, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting to the point. Yeah, it took a while. I was like, it got to the point where I was asking, like, when, 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 when can we announce it? Like, yeah, like, we just hold, like, the fight was getting closer and closer, and we're like, yeah, we've got to announce it soon, and finally they did. Yeah. And, and what was the reason for it to keep it quiet? Was it because there was uh, still some people to sign on the other end? Oh, to I believe so. Out? Yeah. yeah just, uh, was it because if the opponents knew, that there was every chance they weren't going to sign anybody up oh, to fight you? Is that probably the case? Probably. That's why. <laughs> 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 well, That's think, silly. I think a lot of it is um, just making sure those uh, different opponents, uh, like all their visas and stuff like that, they're, uh, they're ready to go. They didn't want to announce things and... Changing, they want to make sure things are locked in and they'll uh-huh. go. But if you look at their page PFL, how much they got on the go, all the different weight categories, the Challenger Series, it's and crazy the season. Yeah, it's hard to keep yeah. up with and get your head yeah. around it. Like, they got Whoa. a lot. They got a lot happening. Yeah. And wow. how are you adjusting to the to the the point system and how it is that you get to gold? Because it's not it's not necessarily straightforward like people might understand the UFC. It is a little bit more convoluted and it is a point system. So if you get a knockout in round one, that's more points to you, for instance, and and those points accumulate 
to get yourself into that position. Like a ranking, so, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. How, do, how does that factor in with your, your game plan at no. this stage or is that something you think about I think as you that works closer? in my favour. Oh. Uh, all my fights. Usually, well, other than one, I've, yeah. other than one and one. Only ever one been, decision. Yeah, they've all been finishes, so... Mm. Yeah, if uh, you get more points for finishes, I think that's my favourite day. From from what I understand, if uh, if somebody steps in the cage with you, there are a, a, almost the seventy percent chance of being knocked out in the first round, <laughs> something like that. Well, that's the, that's his finishing rate, and the other yeah. thirty percent well, is submission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I got a high finishing rate, so he's yeah. yeah. Uh, when I heard that, I was like, that's great. Yeah, and I, I also do like the fact of you got the two you fight like the point system. So say if the unfortunate does happen, you get caught on that first fight. Mm. You still have that second fight. Hopefully, get that first round KO, first round finish, and and might, you can progress. Yeah, on. you might possibly go through. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. So, so how do you chart out a, a course to victory then, it, it, or is it is it just um, too hard to work out at this stage and just train and work you, that out? You win you? the fights. Just win all the <laughs> fights. Knock them all out. Yeah, much. <laughs> Line them up. Line them up. I'll <laughs> knock them down. Yeah. So <laughs> your first two fights, are your, they're they're more your point scoring fights. That's going to get you through to the finals. As soon as right. it's finals, then it's now knockout. Mm. Right. Yeah, so those first two fights, you're, you you want to be going in. You want to be trying to get the finishes. You don't want to go in with a game plan to get the decision because yeah. if you win, there's probably some other boys out there mm. getting mm. the finishes. Yeah, you might lose. You might win both fights, but you st- still don't get the shot. Right. Right. So man, you can you can win both fights by decision, and then a guy lose one, win one by even a but second he was round. More exciting. Even, yeah, even a second round, mm. uh, finish. He'll get through before you. Is yeah. it is yeah. it three five minute rounds? Yeah. Right, and then in, in the final, five. is it still... Oh, it's It'd five be five fives, fives yeah. Oh, okay, still great. Because yeah, yeah. it is a title fight. Yeah, yeah nice. So what, what, do you think of the, what do you think of the old school uh, system from last year with PFL, how you had to fight twice on one night, and then the first fight was a two-rounder? Yeah, God, that's... Well, I've, I've done the two fights on one night. It's not as bad as you think. I remember when I did it, I was gonna, I was thinking dreading it a little bit. I thought, man, it's pretty wild. Like, um, but who, who did you fight twice in one night? Uh, Same you remember? <laughs> knocked him out twice. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. I actually, got, I actually did knock them both out. Uh, I, I remember there's. Uh, was it? Yeah, can, you, can you read through the names? Yeah. Okay. Know. So he, here's his record, ladies and gentlemen: thirteen and four, South Australian absolute champion. Um, eight KOs, four subs, gone to only one decision. Mm. So super exciting fighter. Um, Was it Charles August? No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I've always mentioned Charles August. I'm like, <laughs> he was trying so to remember his name. We'll, last we'll run through really quickly um, uh, y- your record so far for, for, for people who um, weren't around back in the old school days. Because this young man over here has been fighting for you know 2013. You know before it was even legal yeah, over here in sure. South Australia. So sure. Andrew Douglas KO win round one. Um, after his first fight, he thought it'd be a good idea to fight the man Charles August, mm-hmm. a three-time world champion uh, from Rikers Gym there. Crazy decision to go in there, and we've talked about this as well. Like, but but you had it. I've spoken to Ike as well. You really had a very good game plan against Charles August uh, yeah, to go into that fight, didn't of you? Of course, uh, I think anyone going against Charles is going to try and take him down, aren't and, they? And from yeah. what I understand, also there was some negotiation with the round length in in that that scenario. Yeah, because I took it on late notice as well. I took it on mm. about two weeks' notice. Yeah. <laughs> so that there was it was only three minute rounds. So you're taking on one Who of does the greats that? in their second fight. One of the greats. Yeah. Did did, did uh, you have any understanding of the yeah? And, and did you have any understanding around the gravitas of that <laughs> no, fight? I don't, no, back then, no, no, because that's what I say to a lot of people. Now, you just, when you're that new to the sport, you don't understand the levels. Yeah. When about five weeks out of that fight, I was in Thailand for like two weeks partying. Right. And I literally got back. It's a good camp. He's like, yeah. Johnny Bones <laughs> Jones really, over yeah. there. Yes. I honestly did not have much of a camp and then took it on about two weeks, two or three weeks notice I took the fight. But you don't understand the levels to it. Mm. Like, I think 
Oh, I didn't. I didn't read. Did you? Did you cop any leg kicks off, Charles? No, no, I don't think. <sighs> I don't. Can't remember if he tried to kick me or not. Fire well, out, man. From, from what I understand, uh, from what Ike was explaining to me, your coach uh, there, there at CardioFlex, there, there was a, uh, uh, there was some last minute negotiations. It's all pretty quick, and it popped up. Oh, should we do shorter, shorter length rounds? Yeah. And yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. And he said, I will never ever do that again. Yeah, I think if I had that long, yeah, that five minute rounds, I might have had that. Yeah, yeah. and and that seems to be the honest belief from your coach as well. Like wow. if we if we've gone even in your second fight coming up against somebody of that caliber that you were every chance of winning yeah just if you had the time to win yeah yeah so, um, so and, and that's the thing when you when you're looking at a 13 and 4 some of these losses you, you almost write them off like that was crazy second mm. fight against the three-time world champion well, you know like this goes back to what i was saying the level was like uh when i was that early in my career you don't understand the levels i was just taking on guys you're just an animal bro like, mm. like uh yeah like you're crazy so fighting charles i on paper it should have never happened Mm. Yeah. 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 If someone, if someone, somebody outside, should have stepped in. Someone from the outside <laughs> seen those records, they would be like, "How is this even? Like, how is this even a thing?" Yeah. yeah. And did you feel, even though you walked away with an L on that occasion, you walked away with a bigger yeah. reputation yeah. as a yeah. result? Oh, yeah. Oh, on, he I did got, well. Yeah. Mm. The, the respect the decision loss is it? Yeah. I like the no, way. KO. No, he, he, yeah, he, he dropped me in the second round. In the second oh. round, he, yeah, he dropped me. Um, yeah, like he was. I remember getting dropped. I remember just standing there. All of a sudden, I'm on my side. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I was just like, whoa, I'm on my side. And like, yeah, like, like, yeah. So you didn't um, see it coming, of course. No, because no, 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 you're just in the middle of it all. And then, yeah, just next, it's just that split second, obviously, because you're, you're out for probably a second or two. Dude. I remember, and you don't obviously remember the being out. You just remember being up straight, and then I'm like, oh, I'm on the ground. <laughs> How did yeah. I get here? <laughs> and I quickly tried to get up to my feet, but the ref's already called it. Uh, yeah. uh, and then I remember even being like, come on, come on. Like, oh, that, really? Like, but then I went back and looked at the footage, and I'm like, all right, yeah. Like, he, he, oh, he was coming in. Like, he was about to just absolutely annihilate me. Like, <laughs> Thank probably, you yeah. to the ref yeah. for stopping that one. Yeah, and, and after and I seen the video, I was like, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad he did stop it, because then you've gone on from there that you fought Richie Blake, and you KO'd him in round one, I believe. I think it was a verbal stoppage Yeah, it was really a takedown, yeah. Right, so Richie Blake, who's a you know runs his own gym uh, now in South Australia, has been you know a South Australian mainstay of fighter and um, been around the traps. Well, he, you verbally submitted after a takedown. Yeah, so I think I oh, just I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure what it was, but uh, from what I heard, it was like he fractured a vertebrae. Oh, oh yeah. god! Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. So somewhere, somewhere along the lines of that. Yeah. So it was it was spinal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mike Tyson. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> so then after beating Richie, uh, um, technically it's a, it's a KO win really, um, then you fought Brad Murphy, got got a, a round one or two KO in in that one. Yeah. Um, Dave Billet, uh, you got him by your, at this point it was your first ever submission, yeah, the yeah. armbar. Yeah. Was that belly down armbar or was it? No, no, that was from full mount, that's where... Um, I believe, no, I didn't drop him. I remember I rocked him, took him down, heard the clappers go, 10 seconds. Oh, is that why? Yeah, just ripped this. Like, all right, got right. to finish this. If I want to finish this quick. Because at that stage, you hadn't, you had, I mean, you, you loved your ground and pound being on top, but in terms of submissions, you'd never got one before. Oh, yeah, I'd never be saying, I'm going to go in and sub this guy. Right. Mm. It was just there, and you thought, this is the opportunity, 10 yeah. seconds to go, and he tapped. And yeah. But I'll tell you this much, like before he was great at jiu-jitsu, geez, he was... You, sometimes strength can be almost just as good as technique uh, in some ways. I mean, that's probably a very arguable point. Technique's always going to win, but yeah. always super, super strong on the ground of as course, well. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's why I, I hear a lot of people say that technique's everything. Uh, it's not. Like, you, need, you do need that athleticism. <laughs> yeah, you need strength. Strength and technique together is... Yeah, that's what you want. Do you remember the like, time in the gym I tried to teach you rubber guard? And I'm like, I'm talking up rubber guard, and I'm like, see if you can get out of this, Shane, and just... 
postures out of it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> no, technique, definitely technique's number one, but strength, you need it. Yeah, mm. there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, that was his first ever uh, submission win against And at Dave this stage, Phillip. is it all in the same weight category or weight division? No, nah, these are all middleweight. They're yeah, middleweight these are all middleweight stage. fights. I started off in middleweight my first probably 10 or 11 fights. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Real middleweight. More, maybe in like 12, my first 12 were middleweight, and then I went down to welter. Yeah. And you previously see, mate mentioned that it, it, as, a, as a middleweight, you felt like you were a smaller middleweight. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, like at, at the start. Even though you were winning, well, you're, you're having a good success. Well, at the start, it didn't seem that way because I think uh, when you're fighting those guys who have had only maybe like one to ten fights or so, they're not doing the drastic weight cuts. Mm. So there didn't feel like – it sort of felt like my weight division, but it wasn't until I was coming across the more – Professional guys who were doing the proper weight cuts, and I was like, "All right, I'm in the I'm, I'm in the wrong weight division." Yeah, yeah well, yeah. his next fight was against a very big boy in uh, I think he's a yeah. Samoan, uh, Maui Twigalama. Okay. Yeah, um, and and he was a massive, massive uh, big Islander boy. Islander boy from Queensland. Yeah, he's just like I said, same, just grappled, just grabbed hold of me. Yeah, took me down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he he really focused on probably at that point was the only maybe slightly slight uh, weakness in your game, which was yeah. that ground grappling game. Yeah, correct. You know, you you were used to being on top, and and unfortunately at that point he got on top, turned you around and got the rear naked choke. Yeah, correct. Okay, so so there's he's got one one sub sub win, and that was his first ever sub loss. Um, then you fought Jake Brunswick. Um, okay, yeah, these are the. Two and one night. So Jake oh, was the first one. Yeah. Okay. So one night. And where, what how, state how did was that, this how did it, Was that the, the format of the, yeah, the tournament? Yeah, it's an eliminator, yeah. Yeah, yeah four-man four man eliminator. So, yeah. Mm. This is where you make your bones in, in doing stuff like that, isn't it? Mm. You know, yeah, all, you don't hear of it much anymore. Well, all mm. the Kiwi boys, like Adesanya and all of that, they do that. that yeah, they're an eight-man. Yeah, eight-man three, tournament. Three, yeah, three fights one night, yeah. So mm. and, and, and I think they do that as like the stepping stone to really prove themselves in the gym and then from there they like okay it's UFC kind of time yeah. you know um, so big big night so that you fought Jake Brunswick and then it was uh, Kane Toby right, who you yeah. KO'd both of them yeah. on the one night um, at the same time both, <laughs> both round one <laughs> finishes on that uh, no I think Kane was a round one but in the final but the first one was second round okay. right at the start of the second round okay mm. um, after Kane Toby you fought who is now uh, Australia's Number one welterweight has been for quite some time. Kit Campbell, yeah. uh, a lot beast. of talk. Yeah, he's an absolute beast. Yeah. And and I rewatched this fight against Kit Campbell, mate, mate. I I just all I can say about that is if you fought him now, even though he's he's middle, uh, not welter. Well, I think he has dropped down, and done some middle. He's floating in between a little bit welter and middle, yeah. But I, I can't see you losing. Yeah, it'd be a very different fight. Same, well, like I said. You look at the fight, just take me down over and over again. His judo, his inside trips, just kept getting me with that judo. So I believe he had the judo black belt. The ground um, is where he, he, he won yeah, that just fight. Kept me, just kept me on the ground again. And I remember he was just in my guard most of the time as well. Just couldn't get up. Mm. But even even though he, he won the fight, geez, it was a fantastic fight to watch. Went all the, all the distance, all the way to the end. And, yeah. and, and that's your, your decision lost there. And it was back in 2015. Kit Campbell, um, if you haven't heard him, check, check out who he is because he is... He's Probably a, pushing on the uh, knocking on the door for you. I was UFC. about to say that he's another one who should be on a world stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, South, oh, it's not South Australian, but an Australian champion in Kit Campbell. Um, then you fought Jeff King, got the knockout straight away on that one. Um, came home to DFC and fought Matt Eland. This is an interesting fight against Matt. Yeah, so lovely this is, guy. This is the big step up between the Jeff and Matt because um, I think that's when I actually went away between the Jeff fight and the Matt fight is when I went away to America for about four months. Oh, yes. Did my big trip. Yes. Uh, I, I, 
believe I probably had a good year off of fighting there. What was the gym you trained at when American you were American top team? ATT. Yeah, I was American top team Florida. Um, yeah, that that there I found after the mat fight is where things started all coming together. And and this mm. is all you know probably the beginning of the process of trying to knock on that door of the UFC. I'm going to go to America. I'm going to train with AT and T. I'm going to make the, the, these massive connections and show what I'm worth. Um, and you gained amazing amounts of experience and confidence. I'd have thought out of yeah. that. Yeah, it was great going over there. You wouldn't actually say you learn a hell of a lot. You do definitely learn some things, but biggest thing about going over there is you learn where you stand, oh, like mm. in the, on the global level. Mm. When I went over there, it was great. The, what I brought back from that was our striking here is amazing. Like this, uh, Australian yes. Australian striking is very very high level. Yes, where they get you, yeah, they're wrestling. So who was that? Who was the guy in that camp in in that club who? Oh, he was a, he's a UFC star, and um, I think you got invited to do some sparring with him. And I remember you came back with a bit of a twinkle in your eye going, Rich, I got him, I got him. Yeah, we all I sparred Who quite was a few guy? boys. Well, me and Poirier, me and Poirier. D- and that's scrapped, right, yeah. Dustin the Diamond yeah, Poirier. Yeah, we, oh. we scrapped a bit. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So well, to get the better of yeah. Dustin Poirier... You yeah, know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I got that. Just in I case he so <laughs> happens to tune into the Daily Combat <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Rich putting, <laughs> wo- putting words in Shane's mouth there. No, no, no for, for real. He, he, you know, he's going to be real humble now, but um, Shane is an amazing top-class striker, world-level, top-level top striker. And he wouldn't have said – he wasn't talking shit. He he did get the better of No, he's Dustin. had some good exchanges on the feet, yeah. But then he started taking me down. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we had some good exchanges on the feet with uh, Dustin, but mind you, I'm the, I was the bigger guy. Um, yeah, and we actually got quite into it, like quite into it. Like I heard you made him a little bit angry yeah, during your sparring I did. session, I did. mate. Yeah, hmm. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bit of a temp. Dustin, well. Dustin Diamond Pori yeah. got a bit of a temper. Yeah, I actually did. You embarrassed uh, him a bit. Oh, I just. Uh, after afterwards, real good. He just he, he said I tagged him a bit too hard in a couple of them. Um, <laughs> Uh, you, you know, it's probably just nerves, though. I probably did tag him a bit too hard, but I'm probably, like, in front of Dustin Poirier. I was probably just a bit nervous. And just, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Was he doing well on the UFC at that time? Was that... His, this was just after his first McGregor fight. Right. So he still had the, he still had the name. Mm. He still... Definitely everyone knew who he was, but he wasn't what he is now. Yeah. Like, that, mm. obviously, now he's... Oh, he was massive, he's, dude. Stop. He's a killer, but... He's, yeah, he's he still, was he's still yeah. very, Yeah, I mean, very, like, very now, now he's huge. It was now before huge, he like, beat Connor. Right, yes. Mm. He, yeah, this is just, uh, just after his first fight with Connor where Connor knocked him out. Knocked him oh, out. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you gave him some pointers and then he came back and <laughs> beat Connor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so you came back to do Australia. Know, do you know who's actually a lovely dude over there? That's Colby Covington. I actually did some sparring on Colby Covington as well. Really? Lovely dude. Yeah, really? I've heard that the, yeah. all of his, his yeah. antics are lovely all an guy. act. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's definitely, out of all the guys that sparred there who are like, you could say, like in the UFC, then the the world sort of yeah. stage. Colby Covington was the nicest and most uh, wow. Yeah, compliments help you out and stuff like that. Yeah, Col- yeah, Colby mm. and um, big um, Junior Dos Santos. Mm. Oh, oh, that's yeah, right. JDS yeah. was in yeah, your yeah. Camp. JDS. Right. JDS was a great guy. Obviously, he's massive. So I never actually trained yeah. with him. But yeah. like Colby, yeah, did did a few sparring sessions with Colby. Yeah. Got nothing but good things to say. Well, his his wow. title fight with Kamara Usman was yeah. one of the best fights ever. Where they yeah. both were just they were landing on each other non-stop, and there's something in the fifth round. I was I was going for Colby, so it was like, oh no, to see him go down in yeah, the fifth with like a minute left or something. It's People like, have oh. got it wrong. Like he's that's all an act he's putting on. Like yeah. in person, yes. Yes. like I said, he was like I said, he, out of all of them there, 
is the nicest guy. Can you do that act? <laughs> I don't think I could actually. <laughs> like, that's an effort. Certainly to get. I'd love to see you be an asshole. Try and get all of South America to want to kill me. That's commitment. What he's done is actually commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you some lines, just some asshole lines that you can say when you go over there. I don't want to hold. Yeah, some like anti anti Mexican lines. So you came back and you fought the Queenslander in Matt Eland. Um, Matt Eland had a little bit of a shoulder issue, I think, pre-fight. Yeah, and, and he had the tape and we, we, we saw that. And um, But he, with a lot of heart, committed to the fight and uh, didn't let us down. It was a great fight, but you ended up knocking him out with that beautiful left hook. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, your left hook, bro. How many knockouts out of all of your knockouts that you've done are, are from that left hook? Uh, no, I actually think there's only a couple there. It's more the straight right I get with people with. Um, yeah. But the left hook sets up a lot. Dude, yeah. it comes, it comes not, for, you don't do a big wide swing left no, hook. It's, it comes no, it's like not, a little, little chicken like wing weird, bang. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, like, I throw it in fast. <laughs> yeah. and, mm. and the power he gets out of from, this is the thing I've always noticed about Shane. From, from a very short distance, he can generate power like you've not seen before. Yeah, the short mm. right, the short right is usually where my like, stopping power is. Is that, isn't mm. that a genetic thing or is that something, a technique that you. I honestly think it's genetic because I've seemed to always been able to just develop good power from. A short distance, right? Yeah, um, love to Trent and Kim yeah. back home. It's all, it's all you're yeah, doing. I, th- I think so. I think so. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what it is. I, yeah, I can't really say. Is that a natural? Like, as soon as you started learning striking, that it, you just felt comfortable with those smaller movements as opposed well, to wide looping. Well, honestly, I think it's just like so it's, I always talk about this as well. It's just the composure of. It's only when you're my sort of weight. If you're like well to weight up, some even lightweight, you don't need to wind up your punches mm-hmm. to KO someone. Mm-hmm. You really don't. Uh, so when we got a four ounce glove on, like yeah. you don't need this big. Uh, everyone thinks they need this big powered up punch. No, you don't. I've learned that you just need to be on the money, mm. and that uh, usually just like quick, sharp, solid, mm. yeah, and you'll put them down. Nice. For you <laughs> Easier said hand. than done, I reckon. But yeah, I think, all you got to do is hit them and knock them out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, kids. I think, I think I've been blessed. So I've got actually decent, uh, just like fast twitch. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I can just sort of burst my punches and kicks. Yeah, quite you're a well. bit weirdo um, for a white guy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you fought some really good black guys too. Next one was Brandon Rapati. Yeah, that was, that was the decision. Jesus, this is his f- only decision ever. Yeah, I think what? he was, think what he was about eight and one at the time. I think he was a, he was a New Zealand champion. Um, and he's just tough man. Like I said, I remember hitting him with a few shots. I could even see his eyes were very glazy, like got him rocked. But those Islander boys, just they're tough. They're hard to put down. Yeah, well, yeah. When you saw the weigh-ins, you're thinking, "Geez, this is going to be a tough matchup." Like, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, he was jacked. Know, he was jacked ass. This is still middleweight, is, or have you gone down to worldweight here? This is no, all still, still middle, middle, still, still middle. I remember okay. where, yeah, well, uh, the because I thought I like felt and looked great at that uh, way, and I remember when he took his shirt off, you could just hear people going, oh "Holy God. shit!" Yeah, like, you could <laughs> hear people in the crowd going, like, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the thing. Uh, you've got a coach who doesn't set up easy fights for you. Now look, like, look at all our boys certainly now coming through the amateurs, man. They're like. They're, they're having some, they have some tough fights, that's for sure. So yeah, he's always he's always put up like giving us the test, that's for sure. And from what I understand, that's how you got the nickname as well. Yeah, it nickname. is. It, it is, and sometimes I even say like, 
it sometimes it goes. I feel like it goes a bit too far. I'm like sometimes it gets, sometimes <laughs> it a, yeah, sometimes it gets matchups. Uh, so like guys, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll be fighting Junior Dos Santos. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. speaking of crazy matchups, the next guy you fought was uh, talking about big black guys was uh, Jason Radcliffe, yeah, come all the way, you know, from England. Big, um, unit, they, yeah. big KO, uh, you know, technician he was, he and, was and that fight Warriors, wasn't he? from no, Bellator and Cage Warriors. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that fight was a back and forth striking match and remember he tried was it the knee he, he, he got you really good with the knee yeah, he split me he split me with the knee yeah and yeah. and mm. he thought i reckon radcliffe thought that oh it's done i've got him yeah and he used it to his advantage think oh you think you've got me and mm. then shane just turned the tables and just went a massive flurry i think it was a cross hook cross well, or something like that well yeah i remember when the clinch as we're exiting the clinch he just pulled my head down nicely need me straight in the head yeah Split me open, but then, I don't know, I just had a switch. Like, <laughs> you got angry, like, didn't you? Yeah, but I was trying to hit, I remember he was trying to smother me the whole fight, and I was trying to create space. Yeah. He need me, and then he, like, he sort of broke off a bit, and then I just went for him. Um, you got him clean. Yeah, well, originally I went for a kick, and he, I think he went to That's shoot. That's right. I went to shoot, and he shot into my kick. Yes. Um, <laughs> Not yeah, good. and then just followed through, like, with a kick landed, like, pretty, he pretty much headbutted my knee. <laughs> uh, um, then followed through, finished the fight, yeah. And that was, was over and done with. He need me in the head, split me open, and I finished him with about ten seconds. Yes, wow, yes, yeah. KO win. And yeah. you, you see the size of this guy. Look him up, guys. Uh, Jason. Radcliffe. Yeah, that was another one where. What I do love seeing is the voting system on the tapology. I think that was another one where it was like zero <laughs> no percent, zero percent thought I was going to win. Hundred percent thought. Wow, um, Jason was going to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he could have made some money on that one. And even people, <laughs> after, yeah, even people after coming up to me and saying like, just look like. Looking at looking at us and at the physical side of us, they said oh, I didn't think it stood a chance. No, mm. yeah. no, I was worried. Yeah, just by looking yeah, at the so opponent. Everyone, everyone said <laughs> yeah. everyone was that. Uh, you know, again, another massive guy. Uh, and when we say massive, we're like talking super, super, super duper massive. Uh, you fought um, uh, Rick Alchin. Yeah, um, he's now fighting in one FC. No, what? He's gone quiet. I'm not sure what's happening with him. He so. beat Edward Foloyang. Um, one of the best 1FC fighters of all time, um, and then he lost his last one. Um, I don't think he's fought since. I think he's gone now. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was maybe about two years ago was his last fight. He hasn't been around for yeah. a little while. Um, Rick Alchin, now I said last last week on the podcast, I think he probably used a few needles to get there because <laughs> <laughs> he was bloody bulked yeah. up like you've never... He was like a balloon... A balloon animal, like Paul Harris sort of. Yeah, thing. like Paul Harris, yeah. uh, but bigger, um, bigger wow, in every bigger. way. No, no joke. This was he was yeah, also he was a, a strong man. Yeah, he was like a I don't know if it was a state or an Australian champion powerlifter yeah. with a jiu-jitsu black belt. Yeah, is this, this is middleweight. He made it down to middleweight. Yeah, I, well, I, was, I spoke to him after. Yeah, he walks around about 110. He was oh my god! Yeah, yeah. he got to 84. That's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, something like he put on like 14, 13, 14 kilo after the weigh-in. He was big. Massive, massive, massive. Wow. And all he wanted to do was strangle you. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he didn't want to punch on, you know. Shane would be like, okay, doing the, doing the movement. And uh, he would just come up and go, you know, just... Oh, I was like punching a brick wall as well. Like, he was just walking through everything, just trying to grab hold of me. I mean, just, like, and this changed everything for you, this fight, didn't it? Yeah, this is what made me go down to Welter. I remember seeing you in the rooms after... You know, it's always that, that sh hot shower you have and you, you, you use the hot shower like a lot of fighters do to just to calm down and to yeah. get the release of the emotions. And I think it all comes out in that shower, doesn't it? 
Yeah, you, were you yeah, standing definitely. there watching? I was actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the one where I was the one that was. Uh, I remember the one that was the reparty. <laughs> helped him to the shower. Like, that was the yeah, that, So tell me about you. That was the reparty fight where I think you guys actually carried you, like you and my dad carried me to the That's, shower. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, that was devastating. Yeah, I was, I was wrecked. I was wrecked. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, almost crying for him. Remember just, sitting uh, on the floor just, of a shower with a bag of lollies, just trying to that's right. yeah, just trying to get my energy back. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. absolutely gone in every, wow, not just yeah. you know mentally, physically, but mostly emotionally. How did how did the fight yeah. end up? I won that one by decision. You that's my it. decision fight wow. against the uh, the boy. Yeah, yeah, so I won that one, but I just depleted everything. Like yeah. I was just vomiting everywhere, just vomiting <gasps> everywhere. I could barely even stand. They carried me into the shower, and I said I was just sitting on the floor of the shower. Wow. Like just eating, like eating lollies, just trying to yeah get my energy back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, just left it all out there. I yeah. Watch yeah, I was yeah. worried about him. Like, dude, you know, this is like yeah, I was struggling. I was Jesus, struggling. Okay. Okay. else was like, let's have beers. I was like, oh, fucking <laughs> hell. Like, fatal position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just twitching. <laughs> and, and this is the thing. This is why we have crazy, crazy respect because you see the backstory. You see what actually happens and what people give. Mm. Like, man, yeah, a lot of people don't see this. Giving yeah. your blood, giving your life, giving your soul. Mm. You know, um, the man hasn't. You know, he's still a virgin, ladies. So you know, he's given all of that away as well. So you know, <laughs> that's not quite true, is it, Shane? That's true. It's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, a massive fight against Rick Alton, which changed everything. It was from that decision. I remember in the back, uh, the backstage. As soon as you come out of that, you're like, I'm never, ever, ever fighting in this division oh, again. I think in in the cage uh, when I did my speech, I actually said straight away, like, I'm going down to welter. Yep. Like straight after that fight. Like, what was your weight cutting process before this point? It wasn't. It wasn't really life. I was. I was probably trained when I sort of trained hard. I'd get yeah, I'd get down to like 86 kilo. Um, a lot of time I'm. I might need the tiniest bit of water weight, tiniest bit. I was not cutting water. Yeah. yeah. So basically, just I mean, you, you're a pretty healthy guy. You live and, and eat pretty healthy, but basically, you're fighting around at walking weight, basically yeah. whatever yeah. you could cut on the, yeah, you know, a couple much. of hours before. And yeah. So then you learned uh, obviously how to cut weight from that point. You had to change everything, didn't you? Yeah. Um, did you get a coach in a nutrition coach or anything like that? I received that. Yeah, like nutrition advice, uh, just for help with certainly going down to welter. I wanted to bump down. Needed to lose a few more kilos, but I wanted to keep the, the size. So, yeah, I went out and got some help with that. But the actual water weight cutting, Matt Jones, my coach at ISO Health, he helped me. He was very familiar with that. He's the one who helped me a lot with that. And was it at that point, at that fight, at the end of that fight, that you're, you you went under Matt Jones as well? Yeah, actually, no, just before. Oh, okay. Just, just before. Only a month or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah like they, that was my first fight with under Matt Jones, I might have been at ISO Health only a few months. Right, right. That, yeah. So, the, what the made newbie. you go with with Matt at ISO Health? Because uh, your, your main coach is uh, Ike at Cardioflex, is that right? Yeah, yeah that used to be. Now it's very 50 50. I'm at both gyms, very yeah, 50 50. Yeah. Um, so, what, what kind of what was the spark for that? Well, we knew Matt just from the fight game. We seen him in the change rooms. We were, me and Matt seemed yeah. to, we had lovely exchanges before we even knew each other. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it got to the point where Matt actually just said to me, like, love to do a bit of work with me one day he said he could definitely tidy up some of my game just from watching my fights mm. yeah got to the point where Ike even said I think it's a good idea yeah. let's do it yeah. yeah and it just happened then one day we just said like all right let, let, let's do it went out there started training with them because back then that's when like Dan Curry and Doc um, were very active in the fight game mm. started training a lot with them uh, first session straight away I was like yeah like really this, this is a this is a, another level Definitely another level of the grappling there. Yeah. Did Matt do a lot of one-on-ones with you at that point as well? No, we weren't doing a mass mass amount of one-on-ones, but definitely doing quite a few sessions. Say it would be like 
Brad, myself, someone else, we've just met like, yep. uh, on like a oh okay maybe maybe five five or six of us sort of doing a bit of an open mat rolling day and matt would join in and then do a bit of q a after has he become like um like a fatherly role to you as well yeah matt (laughs) yeah do you know what that means i don't (laughs) 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 we love matt yeah we we always say like so like brad myself and all the other like some of the other guys right out of the gym we've always said that matt's the type of guy where if you're just on a cliff and he's just like, jump off, trust me, you'll be all right. <laughs> you'd do you, it. You'd do it. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, I don't want to do it, but because Matt's saying it, like, it, right. might, it must be the right thing to do. What yeah. about if Ike said it? Would you do it? See, <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah, it sounds like he has it in a couple of occasions. You got two oh, coaches. Ike's a bit more wilder than that. Well, I reckon you would jump because your second fight, you fought Charles August when yeah, he told you yeah. to. That was pretty much jumping yeah, no, off the cliff. No, both the coaches like said, yeah, they're, they're, they are like that. As yeah. in, you know, like you said, the father figures, they yeah. sort of, they do. They The coaches both have that father figure where um, if they say something, you do it. Yeah. Like, it that, there's it that discipline towards them. Like, yeah. They could say something that I don't even, I don't agree with, I don't want to do, but I'm still going to do you it. You do it anyway. Because it's coming from them. Yeah. And I think that's just the respect thing you have for them. It's interesting yeah. when when you've got that coach, that coach-student almost relationship and that, that fatherly figure, you know, it's kind of emerges. It must have been, Hard for Ike at that point to say, yeah, yes. you know what? You can learn something outside of this Very humble. and somewhere mm. else. It, yeah. it, it's, uh, you're almost letting your, your, your first ball. Your number one boy. The, yeah, yeah, your number one guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, Ike, I've been, I've known Ike even before the fighting. We started off when I was playing like footy. Like I was showing oh, rules yeah. footy. He was my trainer out there. I was probably only 15 years old. Really? Yeah, that's where we first met, yeah. Yeah, so we met him out of the, on the footy field. And, and he taught you how to fight during football. Nah, he just He's like, <laughs> smack that guy for me, Shane. <laughs> yeah, he, honestly, just he, the fitness coach is unreal. The fitness, like him, the fitness coach, what what he put us through is insane. Like, he <laughs> set you up for failure. So yeah. this is why Norwood won the uh, uh, grand yeah, final uh, last you know year, what? everybody. I would not be surprised, yeah. yeah. Like, their fitness level 100% would have gone up, but 100% probably know that a few of their footy players would have dropped out because of him. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. watch the grand final last nah, year? No, I didn't. I oh, didn't, dude. Yeah. Well, for those that are playing along Epic at home fight. who might not know about local football, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig Ike, who is one of Shane's coaches, is also uh, the strength and fitness coach or conditioning coach there at uh, Nord Football Club. The who, Red Legs. Uh, just uh, won the last two premierships. Yes. Last two? Yeah. They won the last two. Last yeah. two. All thanks to Craig Ike as well. Uh, if yeah, you yeah. ask him, yeah. that's exactly he, what he <laughs> Didn't yeah. uh, Craig kick the goal after the final siren in both games? Yeah, both so games, yeah. 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 <laughs> just pulled him off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys. So yeah, a, a very humble move of, of Ike to to yeah. to be cool well, with that. Yeah. One of um, the best moves definitely were done for my game. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've seen the difference from yeah. that fight um, and from Matt Jones getting involved and having two coaches rather than one. Because look, every gym has a specialty. Every gym has a flavour. Mm. And cardio flex is old school. Cardio flex was predominantly, you know, based around guys like this who were strikers. Mm. Um, not to say that they didn't, you know, practice wrestling and all the rest of it, but when you come, when you've got ISO Health down the road, like a sister club and great relationships, and all they did at that time was predominant, not not all, but predominantly yeah, was all grappling, grappling and, and f- you know, had jiu-jitsu champions across the state. Um, so really, yeah. really good idea, and we've seen the, the difference in your game. Yeah, massively, because he's not just jiu-jitsu as well. He's very, like, stand-up, like, Wrestling, jiu-jitsu, top game, pressure, crush. Even, yeah. like, even a bit of like a Sambo like takedown yeah. style. Like yeah. It's not, yeah. Like you won't see us pulling guard. You won't see us 
Don't tell us the secrets because, you know, we know it's a closed gym. ISO Health, they have a lot of secrets at ISO. (laughs) Matt doesn't give anything away. Yeah, he's a very very private guy. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but nah. Here's his phone number, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get on to your next fight real quickly. You're just nearly finishing them all. Um, So next fight was probably the most exciting uh, in terms of uh, going all of the way, three rounds back and forth, both on the ground and on the feet. You didn't get the uh, the KO stoppage in the first round like you normally do. This fight was against an Australian champion in Paul Franchi. Um, did I say that right? Paul Franchi? Yeah, I think... Yeah, yeah Paul, Paul Franchi. Franchi yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. look at me weird when I... <laughs> <laughs> Paul Franchi, Paul great, great fight. Really back and forward. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, you know, there's a lot of movement on the bottom. A lot of slick movement both ways between you both. But you end up uh, getting the, uh, the the KO win in the end yeah, against him. Third, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was probably the toughest fight I've had. Um, like, always tough... Yeah, tough. There's definitely one of my toughest fights, but that was definitely my most rounded fight. Where it's probably fifty-fifty ground and stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in terms of if you want to know who who Shane Mitchell is and what he's about and, and the way he fights nowadays, that's the fight to watch. Because um, after that, you got two pretty quick KOs. Um, one against Khan Sandy coming all the way from Tasmania at HTC, yep. training under Rob, Rob Wilkinson there. Yeah. Um, and that was that was absolutely beautiful. Two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, that was a good fight, mm. and I think just the finish there. Um, doesn't definitely doesn't give Khan the justice of how good he actually is. Like he's, I feel like when I was up against him, he's probably one of the more better opponents I've versed. Just happened to catch him. Mm-hmm. Just happened to catch him like straight away in that second round. Yeah, but I feel like he's the type of guy he would probably beat a lot, probably more than fifty percent of the guys I fought. Yeah, yeah good yeah. call. Respect mm-hmm. Khan Sandy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, another Tasmanian. You thought you were on a Tasmanian streak at this point, and you fought the the superstar Dave Butt, who's you know, obviously before he used to be in Sydney, but I think he was training in Tasmania, um, HTC. Yeah, I know he was fought out of Tassie. I wasn't yeah, I'm not sure where he was before that. Yep. Yeah, Dave Button, yeah, and you knocked him out in rounds. Oh, sorry, Renaker choked him, yeah. my, my apologies. Um, so you got your fir- your second ever sub uh, in your in your last fight, which was the, the back take and the trapping of the arm and the Renaker choke happened so quickly. It was very, very slick, mate. Um that's the difference, um, having ISO Health and Matt Jones and all of those years, the three or four or five years, with, you know, such a, uh, you know, really building on the ground game uh, f- that came out in that fight. Yeah, it's just the natural reactions you get after training for so long under someone like Matt. Did you know you had his arm trapped with that leg as well? No. Like, uh, not instantly. It's not like in my head I'm like, I'm going to do this special move and trap his arm. It just... I think he... He made a bit of an error himself of trying. I know he tried to like get go, go, go sort out the back door type of way. Well, you were high up on the back, weren't you? So yeah, that I was know, his only escape. Yeah, he's going to try to go that way, but, but you had a lot, the neck. A lot of the time, yeah, one I had the neck, and then usually an arm ain't as strong as a leg, so you just crush it. You just end up crushing that underhook with your leg. And you've got to be very yeah. proud of that sub. That yeah. that sub was very very slick, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely was. It's, it's, it's good to, I, I do love a good KO, but it's good to come away with a sub. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a tremendous record. And, and for probably the last third of that, a lot of people would have felt like you were knocking on the doors of great things, yeah. whether it was the UFC so or I. something yeah. else. And, and that, that's kind of your time in the desert where you must have been walking around in the desert just wondering, like, how mm-hmm. long until there's going to be some water here? Yeah. Like, when when, I, when am I going to get the call up? And was at any, at any point any thoughts of, look, I'm just going to pull up pegs, maybe I'm just going to become a real estate agent, <laughs> yeah. for instance. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was getting close. Yeah, yeah. it was. And, and what kept you going during those times? Um, 
Everyone's secondary just, career. <laughs> honestly, just the love for it. Like, I maybe even yeah. When I when I have a bit of a break between fights, like now I've had I've had a year off as well between fights. It just gets mm. to the point where I'll have have a bit of a period where I'm like ah oh, like maybe this is not happening or I need it. But at the same time, if, the, if it's not happening, I need to find something to do. I can't yep. just be left with nothing. Start venturing off. Like so, I got into real estate and started digging into that. Yeah. But then the love for it is still there. Like certainly when mm. all my friends are involved in the sport, I go to the shows, watch them fight, and then yeah. straight away I'm like, oh, nah, like it's kind of cool. Yeah, when exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just get dragged back in. Like I like the mafia like, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like ten years I've been doing it for. Um, so it's very hard just to just move on like, mm. I just feel like it's what I do now yeah. like every day like when we go to training you just go like yeah. I don't really it's not like it's a chore it's just part of my schedule now it's just what I do so, yeah and, and so and what I understand is that you, you've been obviously knocking on the door for a long time and it, 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 nobody was nobody was kind of answering yeah. and then you've had a change of management that, yeah. that then so uh, step us through what happened there yeah so I think uh, my prior management they, ba- they are based in America. I'm not sure what was going on there. I think it was rough times because we sort of went through the COVID period, which made things very, very difficult, certainly getting visas, et cetera. But at the same time, I do feel like they probably had a, so much opportunity going on over in America and their American athletes. They were getting, obviously, the opportunities. It's hard. It, I, I was probably quite hard work for them mm. being on the other side of the world on this right. little island with a government that's just extremely yeah. strict with visas yeah. and doesn't want any fun they don't want any competition yeah. they didn't uh, what UFC didn't come here for a couple of years yeah and ma- the management I had in America were always saying like my biggest my my best shot is when the UFC come to Australia or the events come to Australia right. they're probably not going to just fly me to the other side of the world for a debut yeah certainly because then they'll have to pay you'd have to get your visas etc and all that stuff whereas if they debut you here they don't need to worry about the visas and stuff yeah so I think that the They'd be dangling carrots, though, wouldn't they? They'd be like getting you excited about some opportunity that might be, you know, and you'd be like, and then and then it just wouldn't eventuate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it seemed like, and it just it just got to a point where like it just everything just seemed too good to be true, and yeah. like, you'd just be they'd say like, oh yeah, we got this lead, we might be able to get on this show or like your contender series, yeah. the ultimate fighter, yeah. Or, like you got to show you, like, hopefully Australia are coming to show you might get you on the undercard. Yeah, and, like, and it's like got to a point where I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome, but until it's locked in, uh, it's not happening to me. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. where it got to. Yeah, it just got to the point where you, uh, yeah, was losing a little bit of hope. Definitely was. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, next thing, uh, Ike was in a bit of contact with Rob Wilkinson, who's just won the PFL um, million dollar season, check yeah. October. Yeah, and then uh, just after a bit of a conversation exchange, got hold of his manager and they sort of gave us a good lead saying like, look, we could probably get you on the show. Dude. Mm. Yeah. And he did it. He did it very quick. So he wow. said, yeah. And he even sort of gave us good, strong leads without even being signed to him. Huh. No, that's what I mean. Like when we weren't even, I wasn't even signed uh, and they're already, he's already helping me out. Wow. Yeah. And then that's usually very unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact, yeah, he's just, and it's been awesome ever since he got me the shot and then now it's all go time. Fantastic! And how quickly things have turned around in yeah, just a, a really, really yeah. short period of time. Yeah. And 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 you've been keeping in shape, obviously. In the meantime, the last twelve months hasn't just been sitting on the couch. No, I'm always training. Yeah, yeah, always been always been training and that. Yeah, uh, I've, I did have one fight locked in not too long ago, but that fell through. But yeah, so I've always. It's not like I've been away from the gym, away from the training. I've always been training. Yeah. Mm. So this is just to mention the name is um, uh, August Elite Management Head Honcho Reese Dal Sin. Uh, who uh, is now your manager? Correct. Yes. Yeah. 
And he's the guy who he's has good. the hookups and has made it happen. He's wow. a good lad, yeah. So he's done a lot, yeah. You, you had a, a re- you went out to a restaurant and had a nice big dinner, yeah, and did. is that where you signed the contract? No, no, that was that was his official meeting. Great. Now he's, he's look, he's been great in um, like in a way of he's he's not he hasn't been pushy at all. Uh, mm. No, that was all before we even signed. That was just a handshake deal. Yeah. I think we can do something here. Yeah, well, that was been great. On oh, no, the PFL, the PFL one was signed. That was all d- done pretty quick online. But I, I wasn't even. Before, I got signed to PFL before I even signed to him. Oh wow! Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's almost unheard of in the yeah. world of um, talent management. You know, they want to sign you up and then not talk to you for another five years. <laughs> Usually yeah. that's but the, that's yeah, the we, method. We were, obviously, we had the verbal agreement. We knew it was going to happen. Um, but yeah, like I said, he just got things done. Like I've never even, he's never heard of that as in mm. doing, You've been doing something for screwed you. Screwed around for a long doing time. Doing something for you without even being signed. Like it's mm. just unheard of. So yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you've got to meet the right person at the right time, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's definitely yeah, Big time. those connections, like meeting the right connections is yeah, it's important, mm. certainly in this game. And, and I think also, you know, for for your agency, you know, they, they see that you've got this wonderful record, but they see that you've also been through that, that period of pain where most people would have probably just dropped out, yeah. just questioned themselves, just walked away from the game. It's, it's really easy to do. And yet you hung around, and I think that mm. speaks mm. well to your character and, and endeavour. So, it, it, you know, who, who wouldn't want to be aligned with somebody it's, like yourself? It's the typical saying of, like, when you feel like giving up is usually when you're right there. Mm. On the cusp. Uh, it's that typical saying, and it's mm. exactly what's happened. Yeah. And it's <laughs> just saying, like, when you feel like giving up, just keep going because usually you're right there. It's like, yeah, it's what's happened. 11th yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. And 11 years they to get go. here. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. 11 years of for living 11 that years for an overnight success. Yeah. <laughs> Spartan lifestyle. Yeah, because I've, I've even been saying... Still a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> Sh- showering with Rich. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was even saying that I probably was going to give it to the, end of, to the end of this year. If I didn't get signed to anything major, like I might look at different different pathways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow. here we are now. Here we are now. So now you're a real estate so, agent. So <laughs> <laughs> who, do you, who do you work for? Let's give them a shout out. I'm Century 21. Yeah. Century 21. Yeah. And do you have a certain location? Yeah, I'm office, uh, city, city office. Oh, you're the city boy? Yeah. Oh, no wonder why it was easy to come into studio today. You come straight from work? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Special so visit. If, do, you, do you do rentals or do you do sales? Sales. Or sales. So Don't, if you've got a house you want to sell... Do not go and see Stockbridge. <laughs> Don't do that. Come and see Shane at Century 21. If you want a champion to do it, here you go. All <laughs> uh, right. So is there any chance that real real estate group could sponsor you even though you're working for Century 21? Uh, or is just like, no. Now what we do is I, I make a big sponsorship offer in Century 21 and go, hmm, now we've got to match that. Uh, that's yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> so you, be, you became a real checks. estate agent about a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah, be about that, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. made you change and, and do that? No, You've been bet. a bouncer for many, many yeah, one of my best mates, funny enough, who I work with in the security industry, uh, has been in the real estate world for quite some time. And yeah, so like I said, he's just been one of my best mates, always around him. I just always talking. He yeah, took you under his wing and pretty much, taught yeah, you just, the Yeah, he just said he thought I'd be good. So he just said, you'd be great. You'd be great at this job. So in the end, I got a point where I was like, all right, let's do it. And one of the great things with real estate, of course, is that you are somewhat more in control of your yes, schedule. And yeah. so, you know, if you do have extracurricular activities or a, a, a second career path, well, your primary career path in this case, I guess. Podcasting. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, then you've got that freedom to, to kind of weave it in and, and yeah, make it, it work great. with your lifestyle. Yeah, it is a great lifestyle. Like, yeah, not being locked into one place for nine to five. Yeah. Can't leave that one area. It is good having the freedom of being able to move here around here and there, like quickly duck off like train for an hour and then 
yeah, go do what you got to do. Yeah. A lot of jobs won't allow you to do that. No, absolutely not. Well, speaking of being busy, guys, Shane has to go to training soon, so we've got about 12 more minutes. So I'm going to run right. through some real quick questions. Um, and being the real long talker that you are, Shane, if you could just brief it down for us, <laughs> all right? <laughs> all right. So, I'll try, I'll try. He's not a big talker at all. Okay, oh, okay. Really, really quick. Um, your daily routine, you're super, super busy at the moment. Take us really, really yeah. quickly through what a day is, you, know, in, you, you normally have. Right now, What time do you get up? Yeah, mornings, you know, I'm not like an extremely early get-up person. I probably set my alarm for like 8.30. What? Yeah. Lazy yeah, bum. Yeah, I probably set my alarm for 8.30. Right. Um, yeah, get up. I'm, right now, when I'm weight cutting, I'm, I'm fast in my mornings. Okay. So I'm pretty much straight up, might have a coffee, straight yep. into my day, straight into it. Straight to work? Uh, yeah, yeah, straight away, like, yeah, a lot of it, I'll... Gone to my real estate stuff. Usually start with emailing, mm-hmm. et cetera, mm-hmm. talking to people, duck off the training. Ah. Yeah, I duck off training midday, come back, more just work stuff. Right. Training in the, and duck back off the training. So two sessions night. a day. Yeah, I'm training twice when, a day. When are you having your first meal then? Uh, usually around the midday, around the 12-ish. Uh, like after that. you've like, trained? Yeah, I'll probably have something just before I train. So I'll probably try and I'll probably train crunch right around the, the 12-ish. Yeah. I might just have some fruit. I'm going pretty light at the start. We're just like some fruits and so like a protein shake or something like that. But it depends on my diet, what I'm going to do at training. If I know I'm in for a real full-on one, I will definitely incorporate more of your carbs, okay. etc. Yeah, yeah. And then straight after training, get home. I'll probably have another another feed there. Is yeah. Mum cooking for you at the moment? No, unfortunately. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that'd be nice. Kim, <laughs> you got you got to do the delivery. Yes, I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a chef. So, so who yeah. cooks your meals? Me. Okay. Yeah. It's just hard to believe, is it? <laughs> so, I'm so surprised. <laughs> are, you, are you a good cook? <laughs> I mean, I'm all right, man. I, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm no chef, but okay. I, I eat pretty basic, man. Just like meat, S- veg, rice. Okay. Fruit. Yeah. Protein shake. That's pretty much it on repeat. What do you currently weigh? Right now, I'm about 87. Oh, you fatty. <laughs> <laughs> so you got about 10 to get down? Yeah, you got, uh, yeah fighting at 77. So I'll probably... Do another five, maybe five kilo, and, oh, and I'll do the rest in water weight. So life sucks mm. for the next couple of weeks. Okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, it's been, it sucked for the last few weeks. Like I've just come down from ninety two. Well, when is mm. uh, the PFL? What's the April fourteenth, ladies four, and gentlemen? Four weeks. April fourteenth. Oh, and where can people get that pay per view? Uh, it's Stan Sport, everybody. Yeah, it's it's a real man. cheap subscription. Um, mm-hmm. I get it. It's like, I don't know, about 10 bucks every couple of weeks or something like that. It's only about $5 a week or yeah. whatever. Um, and, you know, for, for the quality of shows yeah. that they put on... A I million, only, million only, dollar prize. Yeah, and you get the rest of Stan as well. You get all the movies and TVs. But I only watch Stan Sport, of course, for mm. the PFL. Right. Um, mm. Get onto that and make sure you're watching on the 14th because it'll be live. Um, and it'll be... Uh, live from Las Vegas? Uh, it's a, yeah, it is Las Vegas. Yeah, first one's it, Las Vegas, and then the uh, next one I think dates June. It's either twenty third, twenty fourth, something like that. It's Atlanta. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I, I think at the moment they're doing um, shows in uh, Universal Studios in Florida. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I know they move all over the place. I know. I believe if the fin- if you get to the final, that's in New York. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it's the Madison, Madison, Square, Square, Madison Square Garden. Wow, what a yeah. show. Yeah, that'd be that'll awesome. be that yeah. will be awesome. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you if you get on the PFL site and you see Shane Mitchell, it says that he hasn't got an opponent, but he does. We're going to name him. It's Nayib Lopez. He's a Mexican. That's N-A-Y-I-B-L-O-P-E-Z. And he currently has a record of 15 and nil. What did mm. you think when you first saw that? Yeah, well, the, fir- the phone call was just, we got you an opponent. 
15 and 0 Mexican. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you just put it straight out like that, I'm like, it sounds really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is this a, is this a setup or yeah. what? Just straight away, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Like, but then I was just like, it is what it is. Like, it's the whole, I knew I wasn't going to get an easy fight. Yeah. Um, did I expect 15 to no Mexican? No, probably, <laughs> probably didn't expect that. Um, yeah, but then, yeah, like, like is it the 15 to no or the Mexican bit? All of them. Like, yeah. It could be a padded what, record as well, though. I mean, how, how many of those 15 were like real high quality level fights, you know? Yeah, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, really, you really don't know. Um, yeah, after re- doing a bit of research on him, I feel like I'm in, I'm in good hands. Like, I, was in, mm-hmm. I, feel, I, I feel confident. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So there's not much that, that intimidates you when your name is Triple A anywhere, mm. any place, any time. Um, it, it should be Quadruple A, anyone. Anyone, mm. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and look, after, after being in the game for 10 years, like, is that what you said? Like, I know it's, there's 15 0 record. There's probably a very good chance those 15 opponents haven't been that great. Mm. Very hard to go 15 0 if you're versing high level guys. Right. Very hard. Mm. Right. And that's certainly in this, in this sport. In this sport, Anyone can beat anyone type of thing. I know these guys who say there's like 10 of us on this card. We probably all have the capability of beating one another. Mm-hmm. If I, I already know if I was to just keep fighting this bunch of guys for 15 fights in a row, one of them is going to eventually beat me. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. I, could, I could probably beat them, but then I come back next time around and he beats me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I know just a 15 and 0. Yeah, a lot of time doesn't mean shit. Well, when I saw it, I tried to do a bit of research, you know. Um, I've got all the tips for you. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't give anything away. And, of course, you don't want to give anything away either because your opponent will probably watch this and he'll be like, what's this guy all about? Um, but can you tell me a strength and a weakness that you think about your opponent? Uh, strength of his size is 6'3". Like, he's fought, like you said, come down from middleweight. I think yeah. he's fought majority of his fights at middleweight. middleweight that's right. So he's going to be big. He's going to be a yeah, big, strong, long. Like I said, six three. He's good. Probably going to be longer than me. And he fought in um, February at middleweight, yeah. so he's got a bit to cut. Yeah, yeah. Looking at his physique, though, like he's definitely not a middleweight physique. He's definitely more of a welterweight physique there. So he didn't, like I said, he's not one of those super middleweights which I've fought. He didn't have no. a six pack in his no. middleweight. So I mean, no, he's, I've fought some a hell of a lot bigger boys at middleweight. Right. Um, and a weakness. Weakness is his composure. His composure and just. I think he's a bit, still a bit, uh, like I said, he's a bit of a, f- like, not a fr- if frustrated is the right word, but you can see he's very, he's quite rushed. He's quite rushed. He's not nice, neat, as sharp as myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a knockout artist, and, and I think most of his wins he's gotten by uh, knockout. He's only ever gotten one submission. Yeah, I, b- I believe the knockouts aren't on the feet knockouts. So I believe they're TKOs. TKOs, on the floor. Exactly. So sit on top. Um, just he's got good heart. You can see that he's got good heart. And I think his game plan will be to take me down and just try and ground a pound, yeah, ground a pound, gas me out. Yep, um, which I don't see happening. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the longer the fight goes, the more chance you've got? No, I wouldn't necessarily say that that is the case. I think he's got a lot of heart, and you look at his fights. He is a, like he does do well in the longer, the later rounds. I think his gas tanks there, so I wouldn't say if going into the later rounds gives me an upper hand. I think it's. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think if it's a later round fight, it's just a bit of a dog fight between us because I don't think he's just going to give up. What's your prediction for the fight? I always see KO. Yeah, I can always see KO, and I think with the styles as well. Like I said, the composure, and he's a bit more rushy, rushy. That's usually when I catch people. But then again, it's it's a hard one because I know he's probably going to try and take me down. So mm. look at the like I said, the last guy tried to take me down, ended up subbing him straight away. So, mm. so, yeah. so his his style game is ground and pound basically. Yeah, like looking at and him, stand he, up. looking at him, he seems oh, okay. to he Both. seems to always eventually go for the takedown. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He sets it up well with strikes. 
yeah, it's a bit of a barbaric entry into a shot, which I've like I said, I've got no. If you if you likened him to a UFC fighter, who would you who would you say he's, he's similar to? Like a Joel Sonnen sort of thing, or um, nah, that's too wrestling strong. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, no, I don't think there is one because. Yeah. I'm not going to say why. Tito Ortiz. I'm yeah. not going to say why because I think that gives a bit too much strategy away. No, okay. Well, Riches, Riches. <laughs> oh, we're, we're right behind Triple A, yeah, mate. Yeah. We did not want to say <laughs> anything because you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I think um, I think Shane will do very, very well. And right. when you beat somebody who's 15 and nil, you turn the tables and you shock the world. Yeah, be good. ready, everybody. It's good to take out someone who's 15 and 0. That's good. Mm. On the resume. Uh, so if you get a first round knockout with the point system, that would almost guarantee. Almost, yeah, and that's the uh, lot of finishes happening on the card. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, you just don't know. He'll, he'll be probably be seen as the underdog. Would you? F- you think that's a fair comment? Yeah, well, you're, like so, you're up against fifteen and zero guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I feel like on if you look at paper, I'm the underdog. Yeah. And does that take some of the pressure off? Because I mean, Definitely. if you step into yeah. a cage regionally right now, everybody's expecting you to win. Yeah. So how does it now feel? after all these years, now being the underdog. I've been saying this lately, it's actually so much better, it's less pressure. A lot of people think or start asking me, like, oh, are you nervous, you're nervous? Not as much as the regional, because like you said, they're on the regional, I know my shot at the major is on the line. Yes. Now you're actually in a major. So you've kind of got two fights going on there, haven't you? You've yeah, got the exactly, fight yeah. you've got to win because then yeah. there's that and, fight that might... And then I'm also going through the uncertainty of, like, is this fight even going to get me anywhere? Like, yeah. I was going through that whole, like... How many times do I got to win mm. to actually get a mm. major contract? And I know when I was fighting on the regional that a loss is very, very damaging. Yes. Yeah. I know if I lose, then pretty much my chance of getting on a major is like, Gosh. yeah, it's, it's but there wasn't very a slim. To do very slim. There's still somewhat of a chance, but it's very, very slim. But then with a the win, win's good, looks great, but you need five uh, more. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how many more do I need? Like, There's I've, no equivalency. I've been, I've been, yeah. been winning. Uh, yeah. So uh, going into this now, where you can sort of just let go. Yeah. So let go. I'm not fighting for a contract. I'm not. Mm. Fight, I'm not trying to get it. I've already yeah. got a contract. I've already got what I was actually re- on the regional. What I was fighting for was a major contract. I've got it now. So this mm. question yeah. might um, answer that question that you asked about. You know, the UFC fighter, but mm. on a local scale, which would be more safe. Uh, so who would be your main training partner? Who would be able to simulate this particular fighter? Would it be Lyle Karam? No, he's a southpaw, but yeah, so oh. Lyle, yeah, Lyle, like Lyle is definitely handy in the way of his like good strike, good striking, and his good entries. Wrestling, his, yeah, his wrestling ability, um, but he is a southpaw, so mm. that does make. Can things he th- a can he go right handed just to simulate it all? Or? Yeah, he can, but it's just not the same. Like, yeah. so you, like we all. So who else know. would there be? Um, yeah, are like, you volunteering, Rich? No, <laughs> 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 yeah, like it's just our tall, our, our taller Orthodox guys um, who. Like you, you know what? Lyle, Lyle probably is the most like the game styles that yes. we have here. He is the most realistic, That's just for the southpaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think he has anywhere near the wrestling capability of, of Lyle. Lyle. No. Yeah, Lyle is actually <laughs> wrestling capabilities very unbelievable. Very, yeah, and and he could be also you know in the conversation. I'm sure after you've made a pathway to the PFL to be in that conversation. Yeah, I think too. if he keeps going, he'll be in a major. Like he definitely will. Like yeah. he's one of those guys as well where like. He, I, don't, I can't see many people on the regional beating him. Mm. Yeah. Um, getting to the end of the questions, mate, but if you do get on top, are you going to go Dagestani? What do you mean by that? Well, well yeah, are you going to uh, grab the, the single single wrist control and, and you know use a bit of Dagestani dirty tactics, mate? Is, do you see that that's entered your game? I think, I think it has. 
Yeah. Look like, at him smiling. Yeah. Like, oh, don't say anything. <laughs> it, it definitely is. It's never my go-to. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's that whole, like, get on, like, grinding wrestling. It's not It's not a massive go-to, but I already know, yeah, Hunson is a weapon of mine now. I can, yeah. I can go there. Yeah. I definitely can go there. Like, do I just intentionally go there? No, not really. But I wasn't really, to be honest, I don't really intentionally go anywhere in the fight. It just happens. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't even plan things. I just fight. Yeah. yeah. Who are you taking to the US with you? Uh, we've got a bit of a crew behind us. So we've got, uh, obviously, Ike's coming along. We've got Brad Wally's coming along. Hoping Lyle will come along with me. Um, then just a couple of mates. We've got a few mates coming along. And then my parents are most likely coming down for a Oh, fantastic. Yeah, they're coming down to It's a big corner. Yeah, we have a few of us going, which would be good. Yeah. And and do you come back at the end of the fight, or are you staying? In nah, the, I come back. So you're because f- it's still the next fight's nine. They're nine weeks apart. Mm. Yeah. I would love to be able to just stay there, but nine weeks in Vegas. So it's going to come makes, back. Like, makes the next <laughs> weight cut really difficult. Yeah. Too. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we got responsibilities back home. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and and so I mean that's a, a that's a lot of flying back and forth. And so if there's a C-suite executive watching, because I know that that's a core demographic of ours definitely um it, it, if somebody wants to uh, know how to support you yes. and, and to get you there and to to, to financially get behind you um how, how can they do that yeah pretty much so we're always taking on sponsors for mm-hmm. sure um yeah you're finding getting a big sponsor like that would be amazing so the pfl will look after me uh for about five nights yeah they'll look after me for five nights and my flight so that's all covered i don't really need cover for that i mean if someone's got a private jet they want to sponsor me <laughs> <laughs> yeah Are you watching andrew yeah. tate <laughs> uh, don't, doesn't need it yeah. <laughs> but, when uh, will you be flying over uh about a week before so okay. yeah pr- pretty much exactly a week before so about the seventh yeah good thing is i uh, flying there yeah, so if we leave on the seventh you fly there you're still the seventh yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah, gain half a day. Yeah, yeah back in time. Right. Mm. And then you've got to yeah. adjust the whole sleeping patterns. It and is uh, weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and sponsors you'd like to thank at all for? Yeah, so I've got uh, Hydrolife. So they've just. Uh, oh, yeah. Hydrolife. Yeah, yeah, Spelled H Y D R A L Y F E, not Life L I. Yeah, so I've got to go. Mm. Big shout out to them because they're, they're my major sponsor. So they're, yeah, they've just jumped on board. Um, that's awesome. they're all for. They're great for your yeah. sports recovery. So. But it, they do like IV drips and just yeah. for your general well being. Um, yeah, but like they'll do Sleeps. a lot of your, yeah, they do a lot of that. I can't jump into any of that stuff though. But like they'll go into your. Just, just your, in case your is watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they just go into like um yeah overall like. Recovery, sports recovery. Like yep. they'll, they'll cover the whole lot. Like it's great, yeah. So if you just want to optimise your performance and doesn't matter what, what level you're at, hide yeah. your life for your people to go and see. Yeah, and just, just, yeah, and just overall wellness as well, like just making you feel better. Yeah, like, yeah. Is it, is feel like, are they a, a supplement company? Or what, 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 do they, what do they do? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like he was saying, so you've got like... like your, IVs your, your, and yeah, they've okay. got pressure, yeah. pressure bands. Um, yeah. So alternative, alternative therapies. So yeah. uh, I know of cancer stuff. patients that are on high dosage vitamin C, they'll go on the drip and oh. you, you can't take in uh, that much vitamin C orally. So they'll go on the IV. Yeah. Um, but it's not just for people that are ill, of course. There's a lot of sports people that are recovering. Or yeah. These days, a lot of people just doing it for their overall, uh, uh, overall well-being. You know, yeah. they're just trying to feel a bit better, and yeah. you know, at our age, where you get some of the niggles and the aches and pains after oh, a workout, just you know, a little. Yeah. Well, I saw that. So I think a lot of people you think now, like I'm even the same. Like, body hurts, man. <laughs> body, like, just body hurts, and but you think it's just 
Ah, it's just life is how it is. Yeah. It doesn't sort of have to be. Give, yeah. give it 10 years, yeah. Shane. Yeah. Come on, mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, come on. 32 <laughs> years old. He's at his peak right now. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, at his peak. <laughs> he's a virgin and he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure, him up. I'm sure your opponents feel worse than what you do at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Shane. Who, who else have you got, Shane? Who else have you got? Uh, well, no, they're major sponsors right now. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all okay. I've set right now. Um, so we're looking for got, a few more. Got a, got a few in the works coming up. Big um, announcements coming. Yep, yeah, so we've got some announcements. To, to be putting online very soon. Okay. Yep. But yes. if anybody else is out there and wants to jump on board, yes. all they have to do is uh, reach out to Shane. You can do that via the socials or to, um, to, to Craig, perhaps, at CardioFlex. Yeah, he's been a big help with that. Um, yeah, even going directly to Craig or myself. Yeah. Yep. You're on Instagram, Facebook, all that? Yeah. I'm uh, on all, all, is it all just that. at Shane Mitchell? Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not Shane Mitchell, MMA, just Shane Mitchell. Shane Mitchell. Oh, so, yeah. so it's basically oh. photos of you. Because uh, you beat everyone else up that wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having it. Get out. <laughs> it, it, it's photos of Shane with straps over his shoulder and pictures of his dog uh, on oh. his passenger seat. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the balance of the content. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a stalker here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been looking. Does the dog ever wear the belt? Or? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so if, if people want to follow you, that's the way. Shane Mitchell on Instagram. Uh, get on board. Follow this young man. Make sure that you get him yes. right behind him. If you're out there and you happen to have a little bit of spare cash and you want to get behind this young man, certainly reach out to him or to uh, Craig Ike at Cardio Flex because this man is the future of MMA here sure. in Australia. And uh, it's been a long time coming, but it's so so good to see that you're finally there, mate. Yeah. Uh, wishing you all the very best when you hit Las Vegas at the PFL. Uh, what was the date again? The, the 14th? April the 14th. April the 14th. So April the 14th, you can find that on Stan. Stan Sport. So get yep. your subscription now. Five bucks a week will get you all the uh, PFL fights and you can follow this young man's career as he works his way through the PFL on the journey to $1 million, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So uh, put your hands together Woo! for Triple A, Shane yeah. Mitchell. Thanks for coming in, Shane. Thanks, what are you going to do with all the money? I'll definitely be smart. I'll definitely be smart and I'll invest. I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll real get some estate. help. Yeah, yeah, I'll, get, I'll definitely get <laughs> some. <laughs> <laughs> I 